BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. With your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports, and today we are going to take a look at the first half of the season, where the numbers shake out, where we kind of stand as far as the rest of the NFL, and then translate that into the second half of the season and what you can expect finishing up this year throughout the second half of this season for the Cleveland Browns. But before we do that, please be sure to like this video, drop a comment in the comment section. I want to know what you think. Subscribe to the channel, turn on on your notifications so you never miss an upload. And also follow the Dogs Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Would greatly appreciate it. And also, if you want to get your voice heard on the show, you can leave an intro like Kenny Mack does or you can leave a voicemail. We will play it out on the show, and we will let you know what we think about what you think. And if that's not enough for you, and you're a Browns fan, and you say, hey, I want to talk to other Browns fans, jointhedogs.com. It's going to be your way to do that. That's going to be your way to join the Patreon. That's going to get you in the Discord uh, where we are talking Browns 24-7, get extra after-hour show with the Patreon, so it's not just this first show here. Uh, you get a unfiltered, unedited after-hour show where pretty much anything comes up. So if you like the regular show, you're going to love the after-hour show. And also become a member, 99 cents a month. It's a simple way for you to show your support to us here at the Dogs Podcast. You get some fancy stickers in the chat. So when you comment and we see the stickers next to your name, we know that you support the podcast. So with that being said... Let's uh, let's kind of take a look here at the first half of the season and kind of where we're at, right? So the Browns are five and three. We, you know, we've had some games that we should have won for sure. Obviously, the Steelers game was just uh, a crazy, crazy situation, right? A lot of things that if they did not go as bad as they went, the Browns probably win that game, right? If Deshaun Watson doesn't throw the interception. Uh, on the first passing play of the game, the first play of the game, I believe. Browns probably win that game. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's a game you should have won. Seahawks game, Browns could have very easily won that game, right? It's just a lot of things that kind of went wrong for the Browns in that game. You couldn't finish it out. P.J. Walker was starting, so that's two games. And then the other one, 
Obviously, you lose in a big way to the Baltimore Ravens, and not a whole lot really to say about that game. DTR was starting for the first time ever as a rookie, and he only had two hours advance notice. Did not go well, right? So the Browns are sitting here five and three. You have a win over the Cincinnati Bengals, so there's one in your division, but you still finishing out the rest of this year have the Ravens again, the Steelers again, and the Bengals again. So as far as in the division, still looking okay, right? Still okay. Now, taking a a kind of a broader look and comparing the Browns to the rest of the NFL, the Browns are 20th overall per PFF, uh, 27th offensively, 6th defensively, which kind of surprised me, uh, 16th special teams. So overall, the Browns are kind of, you know, per PFF, upper middle of the pack team at the moment, right? 17th in points scored, second in points allowed. So the story of the Cleveland Browns over the course of this year so far in the first half of the season, the Browns are finding ways to win games despite being in not so great situations, right? Nick Chubb was lost for the season against Pittsburgh Steelers. Deshaun Watson has missed a lengthy lengthy amount of time Uh, due to his shoulder injury, but Browns are still winning some football games. So taking a look at that and kind of seeing who has stepped up, what's what's the reason uh, for the Browns playing as well as they are and why we haven't lost games that in the past we definitely would have lost. Some pretty simple explanation, in my opinion. I think the huge difference of why this team is where we're at this year versus where we're where we were at last year. A lot of it is to do with coaching, right? Jim Schwartz coming into this team has been absolutely, in my opinion, the most critical and the biggest change from last year to this year, right? You take a defense that couldn't stop a nosebleed. The run defense was atrocious. The pass defense was maybe okay at points. And you've turned them into an absolute, just elite defense. And so much so, in this last game against the Arizona Cardinals, the Browns allowed only 58 total yards, right? First shutout since 2007. Absolutely huge, huge performance. Two interceptions. Multiple guys got sacked. Shelby Harris, Zadarius Smith, uh, Jordan Elliott, Dalvin Tomlinson had two and a half himself. Miles Garrett had his one. Right, this defense is playing at an all-time high, right, and that goes without saying. You're second in points allowed in the entire NFL. Um, this defense is playing out of their out of its mind, and it's because of guys who have stepped up. Jordan Elliott went from being must cut, can't be on this roster, to actually playing not even just competent, but he's playing good. Right, He's recorded sacks in the Seahawks game and now again in the Cardinals game. He's playing at a high level. J.O.K. J.O.K. has finally stepped into being a linebacker. Right At his time here in Cleveland, he's been very good. I think J.O.K. has been good. I know there was a lot of criticism uh, of J.O.K. at the beginning of the year, and I get it. You know, I really do. Right, this is a guy who could have very easily and probably should have been a first-round draft pick. Slips to the Browns in the second round, and has come in and he's been good, but not elite. 
And this year, he has played at a very, very high level. He's finally stepped into the linebacker role, right? Where before, a little bit undersized. Joe Woods didn't really know how to use him, in my opinion. Jim Schwartz comes in. JOK bulks up. He's flying around, flying to the ball, being a difference maker on that defense week in and week out. And next, the biggest of them all and kind of the craziest of them all is Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit has been absolutely spectacular. He leads the team in tackles with 53 tackles on the year. Uh, He's made plays not just, you know, in coverage. He's made plays blitzing. He's made plays just flying to the ball, bringing the guy down like Grant Delpit is playing at a level where you cannot let him walk out the door. He's in the final year of his contract. And, you know, I kind of talked about last offseason, the money and how we're going to keep guys around. And for me, I think Grant Delpit, you can't let him leave. Now, can you extend him and give him money that he's probably going to be worth? I, I really don't know, right? The Browns are in a tough situation, but it's a good one because you're getting good play and you're going to have to worry about that eventually down the line. I think Grant Delpit's probably going to be looking at a franchise tag. I know that's not great for him, but where the Browns are at and where he's playing at right now, I think Grant Delpit has absolutely revitalized his career, right? This is a guy that coming in, Tore his Achilles, right? Fought through injury. Uh, the next year was okay, right? He has been through ups and downs ever since he's been in the NFL. And this is the first year under Jim Schwartz that we have seen an absolute eruption out of uh, out of Grant Delpit. So I think it's simply just because he's playing free. He's not being asked just to be a coverage safety. He's not asked to just be a box safety. He's being that kind of rover player that we've needed and that we finally gotten. And, um, you know, I, I don't think it's just because of Jim Schwartz. I think that he's obviously put the work in himself, but he's playing at an all-time just career year from Grant Delpit. So, got to love that. Attention Browns fans in Ohio, Caesar Sportsbook is running a new sign-up offer that you won't want to miss. New customers can get their first bet on Caesars up to $1,000 by using our code DOGS1000 during sign-up. Not only will your first bet be covered, but you will also be directly supporting our podcast. So if you've not joined Caesar Sportsbook yet, now is the perfect time to make the move. Just remember to enter our code DOGS1000 during sign-up and place that first bet. That's Dogs 1000. Offers only available for new customers who are 21 and older and are physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you can qualify. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward leads the team in interceptions with two, right? The Browns have not been a team that's had a ton of takeaways. Um... But Denzel Ward has finally looked like his rookie self, where this is the Pro Bowl level corner that we've been waiting for. He was terrible last year. And, you know, the conversation about the defense and what this secondary, how the secondary should be used, the using these corners and man more has made a world of difference. 
Ward is back to playing at a Pro Bowl level, probably maybe even all pro level. He's playing out of his mind. Um, the next guy here, Martin Emerson in year two, has been even better. He was fantastic as a rookie, came in as your third corner and really stepped up. And now it's to the point where Martin Emerson is making a case that he's the best corner in this in this secondary, right? I think he quite literally um, is playing himself into being just an absolute star in this league for years to come, right? He's locking up guys. He's stride for stride, right? Martin Emerson has been absolutely incredible. And, you know, they're starting to say Emerson Island, and it's certainly looks like it. every game. He's not really had a bad game once so far this year. And, you know, I think it's a testament to Jim Schwartz, yes, but at the same time, this is the talent that you've had, and you're finally getting the usage out of them that you could have before, and you're finally seeing it now. Um, so that's so that's great to see. So in the secondary, I, the guys that have stepped up for me, Grant Delpit for sure, Denzel Ward being back to himself, and then Martin Emerson in year two playing at the level that he played at last year and then some. He's getting even better, and that's fantastic to see. Another honorable mention as far as the step-up guys on this list, Cam Mitchell, who was put on IR today, came in and had an absolutely fantastic game against Cardinals. You know, and sure, to Cardinals, you know, it is what it is, but Cam Mitchell had four tackles. He held his own in coverage. It looks like A.B. can just draft corners. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but he has been spot on drafting corners. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, fall is in the air, and that means we're looking forward to more of these crisp mornings, falling leaves, and sweater weather. But more importantly, it's the perfect time for fall grilling, tailgating, and cozy comfort food. And let's go back to that tailgating. There's no better way, no better food, to celebrate with at your tailgates and fall cookouts than Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks has all your fall cravings covered with 50% off site-wide during their semi-annual sale. That's 50% off all of your favorite tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out to get an extra $30 off your order. With Omaha Steaks, these possibilities are endless. You get endless flavor, endless value on incredible entrees, scrumptious sides, decadent desserts, and so much more. All of them 50% off during the semi-annual sale, and every bite is backed by Omaha Steaks' 100% unconditional guarantee. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Shop all of your delicious favorites for half the price. Don't forget to enter that promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry up. This sale is only for a limited time. Minimum purchase may apply. So that's that's pretty much all I have as far as step-up guys from the defense this season so far. Offensive guys, not really a whole lot. There's two names that I think you could say have step up big time. Number one is David Njoku. David Njoku, and maybe not as much in the beginning part of this season, but towards the second half, David Njoku has become an absolute difference maker in this Browns offense. He is the number two passing or receiving threat, I should say. And the crazy thing is, I think we could use him even more. And I think, you know, we'll talk about the second half of the season here so- shortly, but I think Najoku is just 
breaking into what he could be. And that's why the Browns paid him what he did, what what we did. Because Najoku, since he's come into the league as a Cleveland Brown, has gone from a terrible pass blocker to or pass blocker, run blocker, gone from a terrible run blocker into not just competent, not just okay. He's become a very good run blocker, which on this team is a very big deal. Go back and remember. David Njoku dealt with the drops like crazy. People were pissed. So far, especially this year in particular, David Njoku, no problems at all, really. He'll have his occasional drops, but you know, playing through everything that he's played through and the the incident that happened with him, you know, unfortunately burning himself, not just his face, but his hands, playing through that and everything that he's done so far. David Njoku absolutely has stepped up, and I think you're going to be looking at a very, very big second half of the year from David Njoku. Dewan Jones. Dewan Jones was a guy who came in as a fifth-round rookie or fourth-round rookie who a lot of people had first-round grades on him. There was a lot of concerns about off the field and kind of his character, some concerns you know, as far as cutting weight and just keeping himself you know, at the level that you need to be as an NFL player. Dewan Jones has come into Cleveland and went from a guy who was throwing up in light practices during the spring to a guy who has now started for the Cleveland Browns because of Jack Conklin's injury, and he has stepped up and not even just played okay. He He's been one of the bright spots on this offensive line and sure, he has his, you know, slip-ups every once in a while, some communication problems. But Dewan Jones, you have to throw him on this list as far as guys who have stepped up in the first half of this year. Um, can't really say enough about what he's done. Really can't. Really can't. So that's kind of my list of guys who uh, have really not even surprisingly played better, but they've played at a level to where they are contributing big time to this Browns team and the reason why we do have the five wins. Um, you know, and why we're even in some of these games, right? Some of these close to, again, two close losses. Steelers, Grant Delpa had a pick, right? He did his job. And then obviously, you know, with the Seahawks, that it's kind of, you, you've been in a really tough spot. So it is what it is. So, Again, I talked about it. Delpit leads the team in tackling. Ward leads the team in interceptions. Let's look at the offense. Amari Cooper, 617 yards. Amari Cooper is on pace to have another fantastic season. And despite having P.J. Walker, DTR, a banged-up Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper is getting the job done. He was absolutely incredible again this past week against the Cardinals. And he's very clearly your number one receiver. He is the Nick Chubb of the receiver room. And he produces, and obviously it's not crazy game every game from Amari Cooper, but he's absolutely fantastic. You cannot let him leave, right? We were talking about moving off of Amari Cooper. He's been worth every penny, right? The Cowboys traded him for a fifth, or traded him for a fifth and a sixth, I want to say. What a steal. What a steal Amari Cooper has been. Uh, so he's leading the Browns in reception or in receiving yards currently. 
Jerome Ford leading the team in rushing, not supposed to be. Obviously, that should be Nick Chubb. But just looking at the first half of the season, 425 yards rushing for Jerome Ford. So Ford is your rushing leader. Cooper is your receiving leader. Grant Delp is your tackling leader. Denzel Ward, your interceptions leader. Um, Deshaun Watson. Let's take a, take a look at Deshaun Watson first half of the year. He's played in five games, obviously in the Colts game, not really. So it's more like four, but 62% completion percentage, 902 yards, six touchdowns, three picks. Not great, but the story of Deshaun Watson this season is so interesting because there's so many different factors into it. Week one, terrible weather game, right? Joe Burrow did absolutely nothing. Deshaun Watson didn't do a whole lot, but he used his legs, made plays, right? And so far, it's just been uh, up and down, right? Deshaun Watson now has really played two games that you can look at and say, well, okay, he played pretty good. Tennessee Titans, absolutely balled out, was fantastic. Number one quarterback, you know, that's the guy you traded for. Arizona Cardinals game, I would argue that Deshaun was really good, but he wasn't as good as the stats indicated, right? Deshaun was 19 of 30. He had the two touchdowns, but, you know, he was a little bit shaky. And I think when you're looking at the story of the first half of the season for the Browns, right, you played eight games, you play 17 games. So just about halfway through, you know, second quarter, or at halftime on Sunday, then we'll be halfway through. But um, looking at Deshaun Watson, it, it's yet another year where it's hard to judge. It's really hard to judge. Coming off of the suspension and all that, Russ not playing for multiple seasons, that's understandable. This year, Deshaun Watson needed to be ready to go. And so far, it, it, it's just tough to judge Deshaun Watson right now. And Looking at the second half of the year, right? Let's uh, let's shift gears here. The Browns have the Baltimore Ravens, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Broncos, Rams, Jags, Bears, Texans, Jets, Bengals, all left on the schedule. There's still a lot of football left to be played for the Cleveland Browns. You're five and three. You're sitting tied number two in the division right now, two, three, whatever, and it's all ahead of you. And for me, I think. When you look at where the Browns are at currently, what they've been through, and where they're going, it's very complicated for obvious reasons. But when you look at this coaching staff, the things that Jim Schwartz is doing with the defense, it's allowed you to play with mediocre quarterback play and still win games. The offense that Kevin Stefanski has had without Nick Chubb, without Deshaun Watson, not great, but you're still doing enough to win games, right? You're finding ways to win. That's great. That got you through these first eight games. Now you got the Bravens and the Steelers, right? This is going to be a huge, huge test for not even just Deshaun Watson, but also Jim Schwartz. The Baltimore Ravens came in and pushed you around. The offense couldn't sustain drives. The defense was tired and Honestly, I would argue that it's the worst that the Browns defense has looked. And you're getting a second chance, right? The Baltimore Ravens look like one of, if not the best team in football. They're first in the AFC North. 
And a big part of your end result for the end of the season, where you want to be, comes through Baltimore. This next game is a very big game. And we're going to find out, we're going to get a really good reality check here. You're going to get a reality check of Deshaun Watson because, again, the Cardinals game was a good tune-up game. His stat line looked really good, but at times he was shaky. And then at times he looked like the Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans. He looked like the Deshaun Watson that we saw against the Titans. So consistency, need to see it again. What is Deshaun Watson going to do against a a really good defense in the Baltimore Ravens? And then also, what's Jim Schwartz going to do? How are you going to answer uh, the Baltimore Ravens being one of the few teams to move the ball against you? How are you going to answer that? That's a big game. Pittsburgh Steelers, they have Cam Hayward back. Uh, You know, I I know the Steelers are really up and down, but that's always going to be a tough team. You know, when the Brown Steelers play each other, always going to be a tough game. It's in Cleveland. Got to win that game. Absolutely got to win that game. Revenge game for what happened week, what was that, week two. And, you know, that that's a must win. So these next two games for the Browns are very, very critical. The Ravens game is critical for your standing in the north. And so is the Steelers game. But you got to be at least one and one. At the very minimum, you have to at least beat one of these teams, if not both. You really should be able to beat both. But honestly, I, I don't feel great about the Ravens game. I think it's more of a measuring stick to see where you're at. But I hope I'm wrong. I really hope that the Browns go into Baltimore and pull off an upset. And uh, you absolutely should beat the Steelers. And then after that, Broncos, very winnable game. Rams, very winnable game. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they've been a tough team, but this AFC conference is so wide open. The Browns should be able to beat Jacksonville, and it's at home in Cleveland. Then you got the Bears. That should be a winnable game. The Texans, I know C.J. Stroud just threw for five touchdowns and 470 yards. Will he be able to do that against the Jim Schwartz defense? Probably not, but I'm not going to just mark that as a win. Jets game, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. You know, will he be back? I mean, there's just a lot of things uh, to be determined yet. And then you finish up with the Bengals. So everything is still ahead of the Browns, right? Yes, you've lost three games, two games you should have won. But despite the adversity, despite Nick Chubb, despite Deshaun Watson, and a lot of things that have kind of gone wrong this year, the Browns are still in a very good spot. And I think... There's a lot of reasons for that. Special teams have been really good. That's one of the things that goes unmentioned, but special teams have been really good. Jim Schwartz has been out of his mind. And Kevin Stefanski, although I've, I'm pretty critical of him, I think that Stefanski, given what he's been dealt, has done an okay job, right? And if Deshaun Watson can get back to how he looked against the Tennessee Titans, this Browns team can go very far, and it's just going to be a matter of what you get. So with that being said, that's kind of your uh, your look at the first half of the year and kind of projecting that into the second half again, right? Some of these numbers come from PFF, or I should say all these numbers come from PFF. I know a lot of people kind of question PFF, so I'm not telling you. 
to trust it or judge based off of that. I'm just giving you these numbers and uh, take with that what you will. But so far, first eight games, Browns are in a good spot. Certainly given what we've been dealt, could be much worse, also could be better. So just got to translate. Got a big game against Baltimore. But with that being said, let me know your thoughts. Again, don't forget to subscribe, like the video, comment in the comment section. I want to know what you think. Please let me know what you think. It's my only way of interacting. I'm talking to a computer and a camera, right? You're there. If you're watching this, you're listening. It's a very weird thing, right? I can't directly talk to you and you can't directly talk to me back. The only way you can is in the comment section. Or you can leave a voicemail. But anyway, I want to know what you think. So, uh, again, my name is Derek Frisbee from DS Sports, and we will see you in the next one. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.